morning, everybody, and welcome to Reddit Readings, the best podcast on the internet. If this is your first time here, welcome. Everyone else, welcome back. And if you're not subscribed, why the hell not? We're dropping fresh, hot content every week, twice a week. So make sure you're following along. And today, oh, ladies, today we are diving into a new one. It's one I've been to before, but not on this podcast. R slash choosing beggars. Alright, sit down, get your tea and your popcorn ready, and let's go. Do not get popcorn-flavored tea. That was a mistake. Alright, jumping right into it. Now streaming, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hosted by you slash Rando Boomer. You should pay all our rent. We're doing you a favor. This is a story about my sister in law and her useless boyfriend. Sister-in-law is my wife's sister, and is a terrific person. Useless boyfriend is decidedly not. In the choosing beggar section, he's the gift that just keeps on giving. Just like chlamydia. In April of 2020, having lost their jobs due to COVID, they moved in with us, rent-free, until they get back on their feet. We're happy to have sister-in-law. She's been absolutely terrific, pitching in around the house, spending time with the family and being my wife's best friend. This is decidedly not true of useless boyfriend. He locks himself in their room, playing video games all day long. He complains about the food, only recently agreed to chip in for higher-speed internet, which he kept demanding we pay for and otherwise makes it clear how much of an imposition it is for him to live in our home rent-free. Sister-in-law was finally able to get a full-time job last month. Their finances are still a mess, but things are improving, and she said they'd move out in the spring. Honestly, we're all going to miss her. Useless boyfriend... The best I can say is I don't care if the door hits him on the way out or not, just as long as he's on the other side of it. Our oldest son is 23 and moved out about 30 minutes away back in fall of 2019 so he could be close to his work. Thankfully, he's remained employed full-time despite COVID. In the fall of 2020, he renewed his lease for one year in a nice but small studio apartment. Recently, a fantastic job opportunity arose for our son. He's moving much further away, which is sad, but it's a great opportunity and we're happy for him. The largest problem for him is his lease, which still has 10 months to go. He spoke with his landlord, who's a good guy, 
The landlord said he'd be willing to let our son out of his lease ordinarily. But with COVID, he has several tenants who haven't paid rent for a while and he can't afford another apartment generating no income. He agreed that he would let our son out of the lease the moment he could rent the apartment to someone else. But the market has been really slow and he doesn't know how long that would take. I don't blame the landlord one bit, he's being fair. Looking to get out of the lease sooner, our son suggested sister-in-law and useless boyfriend move in. He would move out February 1st, but pay for February and March. They would pick up rent in April. This would give them two more months to get their finances in order, and he'd only be out two months' rent. And, as an added bonus, it's closer to sister-in-law's job and would cut ten minutes off her daily commute. Everybody's happy, right? Everybody, except useless boyfriend, that is. Looking at the apartment, he complained it was too small. He complained that they'd have to pay for food and utilities. You know, the things he's enjoyed for free because my wife and I are paying now. He complained he'd have to set up his computer in the living room instead of the bedroom. Then he dropped this little nugget. Uh, With utilities, it's going to be higher. You should pay all our rent. We're doing you a favour. My son assumed he misheard him and restated his offer. He'd pay for February and March. They'd assume payments in April. Nope, not good enough. To useless boyfriend's way of thinking, our son should pay their rent for the remainder of the lease, ten months, and let them live there rent-free. Sister-in-law was mortified at useless boyfriend for trying to take advantage of our son, her nephew, that way. After months and months of listening to him complain about his suffering while others paid for everything, she finally had enough. Useless boyfriend, I like this place, so I'm moving in. But you're not. When we get home, you're packing your stuff and I'm driving you to your mother's. No more free rides, we're done! Our son called with the happy news on multiple fronts while they drove home. Instead of 30 minutes, they took an hour to get home and we were a little concerned. We called and she confirmed everything was okay. So we assembled the moving boxes for him so he could start packing right away. Why postpone the party? He walked in the door to find everything he needed to pack up. Apparently, on their ride back, useless boyfriend was whining and complaining about their breakup. They stopped to talk for a bit, at which point he said something, sister-in-law won't say what, that creeped her out, and she asked me to drive him to his mother's, which I was more than pleased to do. We drove about an hour to his mother's place without speaking. I helped him carry his stuff to the porch. Out of politeness, I extended him hand and wished him luck. He stared at me and didn't say a word. There was no, thanks for letting me live with you for free for almost a year, or tell sister-in-law I'm sorry. He just stared like a petulant child he is. Sister-in-law is doing really well. We're going to miss her moving away, and especially our son moving quite a distance away, but useless boyfriend, oh, we'll miss him about as much as last week's recycling. At least the recycling can be turned into something useful. There was a big update on this post, so I'm not going to read through it, I'll just TLDR it. Everyone's happy. Everything's working out well. Useless boyfriend is gone.
for good. <laughs> anyway, always nice to have a happy ending. Let's move on to our next story. Posted by you slash You wanted to deduct 50% of the hauling cost from the agreed upon sale price. I was selling a year old couch for $180. Original cost $600 due to a move. I put the couch and price on the Facebook marketplace after my research on similar items. I got 20 plus responses in a few hours, but most people wanted to get it on the weekend. One guy offered me $120 and could pick it up in two hours as he'd rented a U-Haul truck. I was like, this is okay. The earlier it goes, the better. I told the dude that it will take two people to move this to his truck. He acknowledged. Here is how it went. The dude came along to pick it up and asked me to help move it to his truck. He acted surprised when I said no. I have back issues and avoid lifting heavy stuff. He was like, you said two people and assumed I would be the second person. Okay, after I said no, I cannot help, he went out to my house and came back again in 40 minutes with another person, hired from Dolly. He transferred me the dollars and started moving the couch with another person. When I checked the amount, it was $95. I asked him if he made a mistake, to which he told me, Because he did not help me, he hired someone from an app called Dolly and deducted the $25 or $50 he was paying him. What the hell? I asked him. He can't do that. We agreed on $120, which was already $60 less than asking. To which he replied, it's logical that I pay for the mover person if I did not help. And now that the couch is in my driveway, two stairs down, what am I going to do about it anyway? Move it back with my broken back? I had to ask him to leave the couch on my driveway and refunded his money and asked them to leave. I then sold the couch to someone else on Facebook. I reduced the cost to $100 with the condition if someone can come and pick it up the same day and a few people agreed and one of them took it in like 30 minutes. The dude ended up losing $50 which he paid to the extra hands and left. I have only one review on my Facebook seller profile and it's one star. I know who gave it. Ah, yes, the joys of selling on Facebook Marketplace. Never has there been such a hive of scum and villainy. Unfortunately, sometimes it's necessary. Anyway, if you've been anywhere near Facebook Marketplace, please wash your hands before we proceed to the next story. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hosted by Flippy is King 18. Guy makes a complaint because I wouldn't give him a beer. Me, my fiance, my older brother, his wife, and my co-worker slash friend all went to hang out the other night. Normally, on days when neither of us is going to be working the next day, we like to drink. A lot. Well, this was my turn to be the designated driver, so I couldn't get plastered, which sucks. But regardless, it was fitting to be a long night. 
We went out bowling and we normally order a special, which is two hours of playing, a pizza and a pitcher of beer. Everything was going fine for at least an hour, and we barely made it through half the pitcher since we were having fun bowling and all. This one dude, who looked like he was old enough to be my dad, came up and asked if we could share some of our beer because they charge way too much for a large drink here. The price complaint is pretty fair though, a large drink costs about $4.50. I was like, okay, because I felt like being nice and I saw the cup in his hand. And this dude just takes the whole picture and goes over to his table. My brother and I immediately go over and take it back just as the dude threw his ball down the lane. And when he saw us, he starts running after us shouting, Give that back! You said I could have it! We all shot him down when he came to shout at us and he buggered off to the desk. Then he came back with management saying we just picked the picture up off his table. All I had to do was show the receipt and the guy was instantly accused of stealing it himself. But he then went on a tirade about the prices of drinks and how it's unfair to be charging so much for sizes I can get at McDonald's for a dollar. Needless to say, that was the end of his night and he was escorted out of the door. There are some crazy, crazy people in the world. Anyway, next story. Posted by you slash warlazy7979. Many years ago, we moved to another country, so when it was time to decide what we'd be packing into the shipping container, we pulled a lot of stuff to the side as we knew all of our stuff would not fit in the container. We had a double garage, so we parked the cars in the driveway for over a week and started putting the things we weren't going to take in the garage for sale. Garage sale weekend comes and the garage was packed with stuff. There was a lot of baby things that our then three-year-old no longer needed, including a bouncer, portable cart, stroller, etc. These were all high-end pieces because, like most parents, we were afraid of getting cheap items that put our baby at risk. Plus, the other household things like outdoor furniture, tools, bookshelves, crystal sets, you get the picture. We put an ad in the local paper advertising the garage sale and at 7am, there were already people waiting outside. The prices were all reasonable because we wanted to sell everything in the garage and, for the most part, the garage was emptying nicely. The baby items were sitting along one wall when CB comes. CB, how much for the baby items? Me? Uh, The bouncer's $10, the portable cot $40 and the stroller's $20. CB. Uh, It's too expensive for old things. I'll give you $10 for the lot. Me. No. These items are all in good condition and the prices are fair. This is when CB slipped up and said, I own a second-hand store and I'm telling you you're asking too much. Me. Oh, now I see. You want my stuff next to nothing so you can make money for my things in your store. You can have all three things for $50 or you can leave. CB then proceeds to pick up those three things, telling me $10 is enough, and that's all she's giving me. I told her unless she had $50 for those things, she can put them down and get out of my garage. She put them down and informs me that she'll be back in a couple of hours, and when these items are still here, she'll take them all for $5. I told her once again to get out and not come back. The garage sale was wrapping up in the afternoon and we'd made a decent amount of money selling our old items. 
there were a few odds and ends left, which we planned on giving to our friends. The baby items were still there, so I called my friend, who had recently become a grandmother, and see if she'd like them. My friend was thrilled, as her son and daughter-in-law worked, and she'd be looking after the grandchild during the day. This meant she would have her own set of things for the baby in her home, making it easier for her son and daughter-in-law. Just as my friend is loading the items into her car, along comes CB. What are you doing? I wanted those things. Too bad. They're no longer for sale. How much did you con this poor person for? Free. I'm giving them to her. You can't do that. I offered you $10 for them. Uh, actually, I can. They're still mine, and I can smash them to pieces or give them away if I like. You'd rather give them away than make 10 bucks. I wanted them first. You know the rules of selling. First is first served. There's also a thing called paying a fair price, and you refused my price. See ya. I waved goodbye to my friend, and as CB started to follow me into the garage to see what else was left, I hit the remote to close the door. In the end, my friend wanted to thank us for giving her the baby items, so once our house was all packed up, she invited us over for dinner a few times, so we wouldn't have to eat takeout every night. As far as I'm concerned, that was a beautiful trade-off. Alright guys, how about I treat you all to one more story? Sit tight, here we go. Posted by you slash it's average. My co-worker is too good for a free meal. The company I work for announced a while back that there won't be a Christmas party this year, for obvious reasons. This is my first year with the company, but from what I've heard, the party is a pretty great time, so everyone was quite disappointed. At the time, each employee receives a gift card to a local mall or business. The amount varies, but it's typically in the range of 50 bucks. Nothing to sneeze at, for sure. Anyway, it was announced that in lieu of a Christmas party, the company was going to provide a gift box for each of us containing a turkey, some vegetables, a pie, and some other items to round out a nice Christmas dinner. Most of us thought this was a pretty nice gesture, seeing as it would have been pretty easy to simply cancel the party, cite COVID as the reason, and save a bunch of money. One co-worker, the CB in question, was not happy with this. During our shift last Thursday, the manager phoned up saying that our boxes were ready for pickup and that we could pack up early. CB blew it, ranting on and on about what an insult this gift was, how it's beneath him, and how he wants a gift card or nothing. Keep in mind, this is a grown man, and people were around. Real embarrassing sight. We tried to talk him down, but he continued to say how insulting and demeaning this was, and how he doesn't need a turkey. Well, fair enough. You're one guy and that's a lot of food. A co-worker of ours, who's a real sweet young lady, but unfortunately not very well off, asked if he could pick up his box and give it to her and her family. CB refused, saying that he wouldn't touch it out of principle. The food bank was also out of the question. He even phoned the manager back to tell him what he'd just told us. The manager was rightfully pissed and sent him home for the day, 
telling him that by refusing to pick it up today he was forfeiting everything and that he couldn't backtrack later on. CB agreed and stormed off, so the rest of us went off to pick up our meals. A bit of an aside here, out of the four of us on the crew that day, two of us had been forced to go to the food bank at least a couple of times in the last few years. So listening to this guy go on about how a free meal wasn't good enough for him had us rather angry, especially considering the state of the world right now. Back to the story. We showed up at the shop, and the gift box blew our expectations out of the water. A £22 turkey, bags of vegetables, an apple pie, stuffing, gravy, cranberry sauce, all locally grown and handmade, complete with a baking tray, meat thermometer, and instructions on how to prep and cook everything. And for a little icing on the cake, tucked into the corner of each box was a $50 gift card that CB was ranting on and on about. CB's gift box, complete with the gift card, ended up going to the food bank after all. Well, guys, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and I hope you're about next week for that episode, so make sure you follow along. And if you check the corner of your imaginary Reddit readings Christmas gift pack, you will find one voucher for complete disappointment. Redeemable every week. All right, guys, thank you very much. Please, if you have a minute, check out my website, audiobookkraken.com. It's a new site that sells audiobooks, but it offers a fair deal to the authors and narrators. So you can get great deals at the same time, knowing that unlike r slash choosy beggars, they are not just working for exposure. They are getting the lion's share of all the proceeds. Until next week, guys, peace out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. True terrors of horror. Bizarre happenings. Unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence. Delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.